I'm gonna keep this real, honey. We're gonna keep this the reality show, right? Let's do this. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. And I'm Evan Real. And if we look a little bit older today, it's because we are a hundred episodes older as of right now, Evan. Danny, I cannot believe how fast 100 episodes has gone by. It feels like we just started this thing. We it really like the the build, the snowball of it has been so beautiful. And it's kind of like the reverse snowball because we both have been on semi-glutide as it has been progressing. So it's kind of like proving. I feel like I'm like a snowman in global warming looking back at old episodes, but in a lovely way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is that is the perfect way to put it. And now that we are super skinny snowmen, it's the perfect time to kind of look back on all of the best moments, the most unfiltered moments, the most explosive moments that have happened right here on this podcast at our live show. And honestly, Danny, this was a really hard list to fill. It was from. it was so hard, and also because I'm kind of annoyed. Well, I'm excited but annoyed that I feel like. Because I'm in LA this week, A, to see Beyonce get silver clothing, but also because we have a very exciting interview tomorrow that I feel would be on this list if it was not being done in the future. Yes, yes. Tomorrow's interview, which I don't know, should we should we tell the people who are interviewing tomorrow? Should we keep it a secret for a little bit? I say keep it a secret because I always like to like let people know something happened after it happened. Because mm, I like, this is would be like when you're like, okay, guys, so this is what's going on. And then like, we pull up to the address and it's like just a Denny's. Yeah, <laughs> like I guess I'll get a pancake, but like I thought we were here to do something else. So, well, wait, they'll find out. They'll find out. Danny and I are not going to Denny's, by the way. No, no. Again, I don't think I can't. I can't inject Wegovy and then go to Denny's, <laughs> which is not be helpful. And I don't even know if they have that in LA. Do they? I do. You know what? I think in certain parts of Los Angeles they do have Denny's. I haven't been yet, but like you said, we can't should be. I, <laughs> should I ask the couple up and then... in the hotel room that I can see? Wait, what? Like, I literally am making eye contact with a couple laying in bed right now, like, through the window. I can ask them. They're not doing anything like that. Like, they're just chilling. Because, like, these hotel rooms, like, hotel rooms don't have couches anymore. So you just kind of have to sit on the bed. But they're vibing. Can you open the window and ask them if they subscribe to virtual reality? I should. They're like, (laughs) what? We're going to Danny's. Do you want anything? I'm, like, going to Danny's with them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I hope if they weren't subscribing to virtual reality for a minute, I feel they probably definitely started after i feel we had the interview that kind of changed the game for us yes brandy glanville i think the interview took place in december 2022 right before it was like the day before i remember it was like major christmas vibes and it was about the traders which nobody knew what that was yet yeah and we were all just like i feel even brandy was like why are we all on zoom right now what's happening (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. We only had a few questions to ask about the traders. And then the conversation just evolved and went to places that we never expected. I I, I remember my I was at home for a few weeks during Christmas. And for whatever reason, the Leanne Rhymes discography just caught my attention. And that's how I was spending my time at home with my family, just like listening to Leanne Rhymes in the car. And so we Peaceful were depression affects people in a lot of different ways. Yeah. <laughs> I Leanne helped help me through it but I because I was listening to Leanne so much I remember like before the zoom I told you I was like we need to ask Brandy what her favorite Leanne Rhyme song is and somehow we ended up at Piper can't fight the moonlight yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she said not even not even can't fight the moonlight actually I hate can't fight the moonlight because the girl from Coyote Ugly 
F my husband and she's a see you next Tuesday. I feel like you were definitely a Coyote Ugly fan though. No. No? I don't want to talk about it. I don't like Piper, whatever she's Oh. Wait, you don't like her on screen or you don't like her as a person? I don't like her as a person. Um, And... What inspired that? Oh, because I think she my husband. And also, like, we kind of were just all like, wait, what just happened? Wait, Brandy, what did you say? Tune into the trader. Wait, what's happening? (laughs) Like, everyone was stopped in their track. And I feel like it proves the power of Brandy Glanville because you do not know what you're going to get from her. No, and that's the best part about her. She is such a, um, such a not. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a loose cannon, but definitely a fireball, a spitfire, all the all the fiery things. That is what Brandy Glanville is. And actually, that is the interview that sort of inspired Danny and I to start releasing full interviews as as bonus episodes because we were like, we have got to give the people what they need, and what they oh. need is to hear an hour long conversation with Brandy Glanville. And I feel also because there's moments people are like, now you're li- like, you're making that. How did that even simply come up whilst discussing Peacock and like Christmas decor, like decorations? Oh. We're like, we have to show you how. Yeah, exactly. And that that's the thing too, like, because when the tiny clip started making its way everywhere and it made its way everywhere, like all the Bravo blogs, all like the mainstream media picked it up. I think that people, when they were watching it, they were like, how, like, why are you asking her about Can't Fight the Moonlight? And it was a journey and it, like, it's not, it it didn't come out of left field completely, guys. Oh, and just kind of like why we talked to Jackie Goldschneider about Ozempic, because she obviously has been so vocal about struggling with an eating disorder and Ozempic is kind of an honorary housewife at this point. I don't even, not even honorary. Like she is a is like an apple holder, a diamond holder, everywhere allegedly. And Jackie had so much to say and talk about something that also got picked up everywhere. It was on Inside Edition. It was in the cut. I feel like it still is getting written up and being referenced. Uh, completely. Every time I see some sort of Bravo celebrity adjacency to Ozempic, and there's a lot of Bravo celebrities who love to tell, tell us they're on Ozempic or they're definitely not on Ozempic, Somehow, Jackie's quotes to virtual reality always make their way into the article, and we are not mad about it. So that was definitely a big moment for us, and probably uh, inspired Danny and I to continue to talk about Ozempic with the guests that come on our, our show. I mean, we're both kind of on it, so... Yeah, and also everyone has things to say, and I feel like a lot of people, two things that everybody has on this say, Ozempic and Bethany Frankel... And Jackie also had at our first live show, which we have one upcoming, Chelsea Table Stage, September 7th, get tickets. But at our first live show, we, we were playing because she's, you know, she's a lawyer. So we were just saying a fun, like, case dismissed, like a cute little game about like Bravo feuds, if she, what she thinks from a legal lens. And she just said, you know what, guys, I don't really know what game you're trying to play with me, but here's what I have to fucking say about Bethany Franklin Skinny. Well, so Bethany has Skinny Girl. And I've got a very strong opinion on this one because I say, marketing skinny. I'm sick of marketing skinny. I don't want to drink something because it's going to keep me skinny. So you, Bethany, and skinny brand. (laughs) I feel feel like she was just so amped up to share her thoughts on the skinny girl of it all because, again, it's like another polarizing topic within like her sort of um 
I guess, expertise because she is so open about her struggles with body image and her her eating disorder battle. And so marketing skinny girl is not the way to go, according to Jackie Goldschneider. But that was that was a big moment. Like when b- before a live crowd, Jackie oh, said, because it's Fuck Bethany. <laughs> we both yo, bleep Bethany Franklin, bleep skinny girl. Like and like we both went to the Eras tour. I'm going to see Beyonce. I don't think I will ever hear a round of applause as loud as I heard when people were saying, like, after Jackie said, bleep Bethany Frankel. Like, people were standing. It was like Tony Robbins. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Can you... Oh, my God. Jackie is Tony Robbins. Can you imagine, though, if Jackie had said that in the current Bethany climate? Oh! I mean, that would go off. That would go off, and she would have a few TikToks made about her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next thing that Danny and I want to talk about is another live show moment that we, I don't know. I really, honestly, I wasn't, I don't know if I wasn't not expecting this answer from Gertie, but when she said, like, I was still kind of shocked. Tell, tell the people what happened. I know. And also the way she, the way it was like Gertie's center stage, like she was like, how can I make this the best? How can I gertify this answer? And she gertified it. So we asked her, Everyone knows Dr. Nicole with the mirror disinviting Larsa. So we asked her, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fakest housewife of them all? She gave a little pause. She gave a little smirk, waited for some people to shout, Larsa, Larsa. And then she just goes, yeah, it's going to be Larsa. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who actually is the fakest housewife of them all? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Larsa. And then, okay, the thing that I love about our our podcast and our live shows, Danny, is that what happens on the podcast during the live shows, it extends into the reality TV universe, and we get the clap back on social media, and then it gives us more stuff to talk about on the podcast, and Larsa, baby, she clapped back. Oh, clap back on Twitter. And then uh, even Larsa was trending for a little bit after it. Like everyone was loving or hating the dialogue around it. And I feel it was like Miami started filming again. So I feel like, I don't know. I feel it might be coming up for them too. Like maybe we teed up a storyline. I don't know, Danny. I don't know. And what else has been brought up at live shows that kind of maybe, you know, bring up some feuds, bring up some history. Caroline Manzo was saying that she didn't call the feds, but she knows who did? I was always there for her. When she was going to jail, I held her hand. And she also didn't call the FBI. I did not. And I know who did. <laughs> for the record. For the record. And I know who did. And I will never say it. And that was brought up at the Jersey reunion, kind of, sort of. And it happened, I think, just a few weeks before the reunion started airing. So it was like, it was a very topical. And I was just like on the edge of my seat, like, Caroline, please tell us. But she would not tell us and then i don't think we ever got the clarification on the jersey reunion like who actually called the feds it it like was not the gorgas was it the gorgas business associate i don't know was it kim d kim g like who who has a clue no i don't think anybody i don't even think that feds know and also i do laugh <laughs> that people are like because when all that was happening people were like i don't think there's like a fe- i don't think the feds you can just call like like a six seven eight triple nine eight two one eight two, you know, like kiss me through the phone style, and just be like, "Hey, do you know Teresa Giudici? Yeah. Uh, she uh, is not being good. Like she's being naughty. 
then they're gonna be like, oh, let's go over there now. I feel like like more things have to be in place for like that phone call to happen. Wait, after the after this podcast, I'm going to Google that like the Fed's phone number and just <laughs> see what happens. I thought you were gonna. I'm gonna start starting rumors. Ooh, yeah, and I might try to call Soldier Boy see if that's still his number. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like we will not forget that Caroline moment. Ramona is forgetful. Ramona is a forgetful girl. And at our live show after the show with Gertie, well, it was it was the Mother's Day show with Caroline. We had to ask Ramona her thoughts on this new Roni Legacy Girls Trip cast. And which is dropping earlier. We really wanted to get her thoughts on Kristen Takeman joining the series. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's hear about that. I just genuinely forgot who she was. Well, everyone did. Oh no! I'll never forget Avery going so like I I remember Villa she's like rogue that is verbatim the word I used like to you and I was like Avery what is go-? like I was like I was like now getting scared but <laughs> uh yeah they did not know uh K takes and then our girl clapped back he did clap back it was kind of like giving Larsa versus Gertie which it we was giving we Larsa and my favorite shout out to Jeff Lewis because. When Ramona was on his show and he brought that up to her, she was like, well, you know what? Page six uh, misused my voice and like didn't use my words correctly and said that we misquoted her. And then he's like, Ramona, it's a video. And thank you to Jeff Lewis for being on our side there. We, first of all, we would never do that to our girl. No! We love Ramona Singer. She is such a queen, such an icon, and we would never misquote her. Um, and we had so much fun with her. And she... I, I know that she and Kristen patched things up before they got to St. Bart's to film Girls Trip, but you could tell that Ramona was loving the reaction she got when she accidentally shaded, oh, or no. not, maybe not so accidentally shaded her. I don't know, because I, I feel like the crowd went wild, and then Ramona did a, like... I'll never forget that. Like, Betty Boop. She's like, boop, boop. Or what's, like, the, like the suntan lotion? She's like, boop. Like, yeah. <laughs> She knew what she was doing. She was Ramona. Oh, she knew. What she, I what I don't. I don't know if Meredith knew that she was gonna take a little time to enjoy the view after talking to us. Which I'm so happy that we all got to see that view because top tier moment for us. Meredith Marks says she's still sticking by her. Take a look. It was surprising for sure that she took a plea because if anything, I thought she would at least go to trial. But, you know, hopefully we get to see the backstory on how that all unfolded. The moment I saw our interview with Meredith Marks on The View with Whoopi and the girlies talking about what Meredith said about Jen Shaw and the whole sentencing situation. I was like, th- that was a moment like Danny and I felt like we we had made it. When they're talking about, yeah, arrive. When, when they're talking about your interview on The View, it was such an exciting moment for us. We'll never forget it. But it happened again recently, Danny. And like lightning struck twice in the in the ABC Disney production office. I don't know how. <laughs> they're they're tuned in to virtual reality. New episodes drop every Thursday, and they're they're sitting there waiting for the hot topics on Friday. And I yeah. feel it's almost perfect timing because Friday shows I feel like they're a little more looser, a little more funner for the view, and that is why they got a little inquisitive about Erin from New Roni uh, when she revealed that her and her husband have like 
a flirtatious agreement and they don't mind if people flirt. I feel Bryn is clipping that as we speak. One of the new housewives of New York, her name is Erin Leachy. Uh, she has an interesting way of keeping the spark alive with her husband of 11 years. Let's watch how she does it. My husband and I have an agreement that like going out and flirting a little bit is okay. Like it's okay to like have just silly banter, a little okay. flirtation. Oh. Yeah. I feel very secure. He's my best friend. Like we love each other deeply, but we're also very, very close. So like anything that goes on, we're talking about it. Yeah. It's not like a private thing. Well, do you know what? I feel like that is actually perfect fodder for the view. Like that is such like, oh. that is a topic that I think really resonates with women, with the people who watch The View. Well, anyone who's in a relationship in general, it's like, would you let your partner flirt with other people at parties? And uh, apparently it's all right for Aaron and Abe to do so unless the girl's name is Bryn Whitfield. <laughs> Wait, what are your thoughts? Are you team Aaron and Abe with that? I am team Aaron and Abe. Like there are many times like me and my fiance have been at a party or we're out and about and someone's eyeing the other one someone comes on to the other one there's there's flirting involved and like I I'm not a jealous person like I I just like let it happen let it go with the flow and if anything it's like kind of a turn on oh okay so you and Aaron are similar with that because I think that's why she liked it too well because it's kind of validating like yeah I know my man's hot and so does this person at the bar at the party that's so funny I don't know if it's my three fixed signs I would be like oh so you're waiting to leave me so I'm gonna like just I'm gonna set the fire alarm on this bar (laughs) and carry myself I'm gonna like pig blood myself (laughs) that is kind of extreme Taurus energy Danny for sure and I wonder again like I don't blame you for going that route that's also really fun to watch that's I mean that's why I'm always like when people always say that Dolores needs to like forgive or like needs to like let like Frank Catania back in on her life like when he's getting upset about her and Polly I'm like don't you fucking I'm like uh no I well yeah I mean the grudge is there for a reason that's why what else do you want to be buried with you can't take your clothes to the afterlife but a grudge oh that's eternal you can take that to heaven (laughs) wait a grudge is a turn on (laughs) yes a grudge is a turn on you know speaking of eternal the eternal love that I think we both have for one Miss Jennifer Fessler. Oh my God. Jen Fessler, the best friend of to ever exist within the Housewives universe. We just, yes, we do love her so much. And I think one of, one of the big reasons why we love Jen Fessler so much is she surprised us in Cannes, France this year at the Cannes Lions Festival. Danny and I had the opportunity to record virtual reality on Spotify Beach, which was this big, incredible, insanely chic installation on the coast of the south of France. Uh, Rihanna showed up a few days later, but Danny and I were also there to record a few episodes. And we weren't going to record this episode with Jennifer Fessler, but Danny saw that Jen was in the south of France on her Instagram stories and the rest is history. She literally, like we were on the tarmac at JFK and I look at my Instagram story and it's Jen Fessler in a Cookie Monster shirt saying, what should I pack for the South of France? And I screenshot it, send it to Evan. It's like, we need to make some moves by the time this plane like lands in Nice. And, and we, moves were made. We were touched down, eating a croissant and a cappuccino, texting with Jen Fessler, talking about how do we make this happen? And she was like, I'm there. And the next day she was there and it was the most fun oh. 
we've ever had. And with my husband, he has business in Monaco. And I was like, you are not going to Monaco without me. But who would have thought that I would have ended up at, what are we, Club Spotify here in like the <laughs> middle of con at this content creator festival with my two favorites. And can I say, like Evan said, like, Rihanna was in attendance. Trevor Noah was there. All these people were there. We told Spotify, like, hi, we have Jennifer Fessler. Like, we need an extra room. They were like, say no more. Like, Jen Fessler is an international gal. They really rolled out the red carpet for her. And then after we recorded our Spotify episode with Jen Fessler, we took a boat to this, like, private party at this palace on a remote island somewhere. And Beyonce was out the next day. Yeah, Beyonce was there the next day. Like, the, it, Jen Fessler exists in the same spaces as Rihanna and Beyonce. I just want all our listeners to be clear on that. Like, that, like that is that. Let it be known. And the spaces, meanwhile, the spaces me and Evan exist in, while Jen Fessler is with Rihanna and Beyonce, uh, Tom Sandoval and Raquel Levis. This was, this is so wild whenever I think about it, Danny. Like, the fact that you were with Raquel and Sheena on the day Scandoval happened and the fact that i was at the concert the the tom sandoval the most extras concert my my third unfortunately i was there that night that ariana discovered the bone fell yeah tom's infidelity it was i mean we were like the living definition of boots on the ground oh on the ground as raquel was saying like guys the person and it's funny now without everything she's saying she was like the person you're seeing in this upcoming season is Raquel 1.0 I'm becoming who I always was supposed to be and I do feel like everybody watching this season is kind of like oh wow this is like the year of Raquel you are having a moment you seem to really be coming into your own like in a way do you do you feel that yourself like do you feel like you just have like having like a grown a lot reflection and everything totally this whole year has been so transformative for me and I feel like I've worked through a lot of challenges, a lot of like mental blocks that have really like constrained me my entire life. And I needed to overcome these challenges to step into the person that I am today. And now she's like crying to Bethany, like, that's not the girl I am at all. Now I'm Rachel. And I want my one hope is that I do, I'll never forget the last thing I heard her say in the flesh as I'm waiting to walk them down to the elevator is like, what about, um, like, she's like, oh shit, how do I file my taxes? Elevator closes. I'm like, oh, this girl <laughs> needs a hug. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel like she probably definitely needed a little bit more than a hug after and- what happened later on in the night between her and Sheena, because we're also still not clear about what, like, that is still a topic of conversation, what Sheena did or did not do to Rachel Raquel. But talk about Taurus energy to a taste. Sheena, ride or literal die. Sheena was trying to help her as the elevator is closing. She's like, did you get an accountant? Did you file? Did you become a like business? Like do all these things, do all these things. Girl, let me help you. And like really trying to mama bear her through wow. tax season, through her feuds with Katie and everybody. Sheena was like, you know what? I'm going to have this girl. This girl's going to be on my side forever. And I do LOL. We were thinking, cause it was March international women's month or women's history month uh and it was on international women's day or like around that time and we were debating we're like oh we should like really think of like doing something about that like maybe we'll have like raquel do a video for it could you imagine if we had our kickoff women's history month (laughs) 
<laughs> but now now would be so iconic like if we just had that footage to think about the way that would go everywhere oh my that God. would be on it's, the view it's like raquel and camilla the queen were like guys <laughs> happy side chick awareness year <laughs> maybe maybe camilla and raquel should link up and create side chick awareness day they should. And like Camilla's like, girl, you got to just find the guy with the big fingers and the crown. Yeah. Not the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Move a little. Have a cuppa over here. And do you know what she just might? Because do you, you know Stephanie Pratt from the Hills? Yeah. Once that fizzled out for her, she just moved to London and reinvented herself. Raquel could do the same. And she, she might want to. She might need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the operative word here. And she has the hats for it. I never understood her style. Never will. Um, <laughs> you who who I thought might be moving London or moving out or anything like that was Kyle Richards, but I feel like I mean this is the most current, still happening story. But I feel like she's staying put. Yeah, I think she's staying put. I mean, she's well. I mean, <laughs> she's not literally staying put in LA because she just keeps traveling with her now estranged husband Mauricio. But this whole Kyle and Mauricio thing has really devolved into a an enigma, a, a mysterious entity. We don't really know what's going on if they're together, if they're not together, if they're friends, if the, the you know the Morgan weight of it all is also another aspect of it. But I chatted with Kyle about marriage rumors with Mauricio before this all unraveled. And at the time, she was very much like, I-D-G-A-F about these marriage rumors. Like, we are, on me. Yeah, like, we are good. We are solid. So that was interesting. And that was also, I think, another big moment for us that got a lot of pickup was her addressing the marriage rumors and explaining how it all just happened because she decided not to wear her ring to the gym. Why do you think this began again this season or, or what do you think the intention was by by these women starting this up again? Um, you know it started off from a stupid uh, picture of me without a ring on my, because A, I haven't been wearing my big diamond rings because there's like a little crime these days and I'm like I'm not comfortable and B, I had just come from the gym. So and she has been getting fitness on. She's uh, amazing. Uh, well, yes. Yes, she does. She looks very amazing. Um, but yeah, so that was another interesting moment. Have people, because I don't know why this has just clicked for me when you said like traveling around with her estranged husband and her kids. Like, is she like not fully, but like giving Bronwyn life? I wish Bronwyn was here to hear you say that. I feel like Bronwyn would love that you think Kyle Richards is Bronwyn Light. And but you're not wrong, Danny. That Kyle stopped drinking. She's separating from her man who I find very handsome. I find Sean very handsome as well. Mm-hmm. They're traveling with their four plus kids. And there's a there's a there's question marks. Danny, I think you I think you nailed it. I think I, I think Kyle is on that Bronwyn Light diet. That's why she's so skinny now. Yeah. Oh, it's the Sprite Light. It's the Coca yeah. Light. It's Jill Zarin <laughs> with the Diet Coke cans flying across the country. Did you see? They just like that's going viral as American tourist packs bag. Um, and that's a whole another episode. Jill Zarin being identified as American tourist. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that we need to get Ramona back on the pod to talk about that. <laughs> and she's like, it was gonna be like Bethany Frankel's once podcast guest 
American tourist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Jill and her love of Diet Coke. But I think, uh, hopefully, because Bronwyn did say we were invited to her, like, what's it called? Lesbian camp theme wedding. Maybe me, you, and Kyle can all bunk together. Okay, now that would be so fun. And I think Morgan's invited. Morgan Wade has definitely got to be there. Oh, I think she'll probably be performing. Oh my, yes. Well, actually, the night that I talked to Kyle, Morgan did perform. So like, that's that's the thing. I feel like at this point, Morgan and Kyle are kind of like a, a two for one special, a BOGO deal. They uh, they really are. They're, they kind of are just like in that together. They're like a Denny's egg and waffle deal. They're like, why not? Why pick? And I love how he brought this back to Denny's, Danny. Denny. Our, our next live show is going to be live out of a Denny's. Also, where is the Denny's sponsorship? That's honestly, can I tell you? I was like, have I ever been to a Denny's? I don't know, but I feel like I feel like I'm there daily, emotionally. Yeah. I, I fuck with a Grand Slam. Uh, it's called that for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Grand Slams, I think maybe the grandest slam that we experienced on the podcast this year was when we we sort of stepped out of the reality TV box. Yeah. And and for good reason, it was for Raven Simone who Danny and I grew up loving, adoring, worshiping, and her wife, Miranda. They had a new podcast to promote at the time. They still have a, a new podcast. And it's also making headlines weekly, like the podcast is crushing it. The, uh, yes, they are, they are crushing it. So when Raven began the interview, before we even got into the interview, she decided to give Danny and I a compliment that I think both of us are planning to tattoo on our bodies, inscribe on our tombstone. Oh, it's the soundbite. As I'm buried with my grudges, the, the grave is just going to play this Raven Club. The new co-host of the best podcast ever. Thank you for joining me and Danny on virtual reality. We thought we were the best podcast ever, but no. y'all really are. We listened to the first episode. It was so good. So, so good. Thank you, Thank Thank you so for much. Listening. You guys are a great podcast. 